0: If we create those healthy boundaries, the way we nurture those relationships and show up in those relationships feel much more rich. And I am very, very glad that I have found those friendships in my life and I continue and want to nurture them. Because after every interaction that I have with those people, 99% of the time, I would say that I I leave with this warm and fuzzy feeling, this sense of gratitude and contentment, also lots of encouragement to do better in my life and in my goals. Hi, my lovely fellow beings. Welcome to the Moments with Christy podcast. Here, we'll explore ideas and perspectives on lifestyle, culture, and relationships moment by moment. I'm very excited and lucky to have you by my side in this journey we call life. Hey everyone, it's been quite some time since you probably heard from me. I wanted to take some time off to really reflect on how far I've gone with this podcast and revisit my vision, mission, and value system. And so that was the space that I needed to to create for myself and i'm really glad that i did that because now i have much more clarity on the message that i i'd want to keep sharing to the world and to yourselves as well as to myself i think it's you know it's a gift for all of us whenever someone shares their insights and perspective and i know we left off talking about Ikigai in this Wabi Sabi lifestyle. I wanted you to know that I am not yet fully there yet, but I am a work in progress, just like each one of us. But I know that I am definitely in the early stages of adopting that kind of mindset in my life, in my lifestyle, relationships, as well as the way I interact with the world. I'm really excited for this episode mainly because. Wabi-sabi is something that I have discovered much more recently compared to ikigai, but it definitely bears that definition of what I want in my life and where I see myself and how I see my future being. To give you a reminder of what that definition is, wabi-sabi means to accept the imperfections of life. And this can be on the physical, spiritual, mental social realm it could be anywhere but it is the idea that we all make mistakes and that if there's anything that is imperfect it is not a failure it just means that it is what it was or it is what it is and that's why I thought it was so beautiful Growing up with the idea that I want to be perfect all the time, I want to be seen as this person who has it all together, which I still do sometimes, and I think it's okay, right? I think it's normal for people to want to create that structure in this chaotic system of life, and it's normal. For me, when I think about wabi-sabi and the imperfections of life, I... I would want to take it as more of an introspective state of my being where I am probably still going to show that I've got everything all together and I still want to keep that persona because I want to always create some structure in my life somehow. But what would change and what has changed I think since I was introduced to that idea and also, even prior to that, of course, reflecting on why I do what I do and who I really am and all those really mind-boggling questions that keeps me up at night sometimes. What is going to change and what has changed is my relationship with myself and how I tackle things when they do come into my life how I tackle challenges and mistakes that I've done or mistakes that I believe I've done and taking it with much more grace and so this episode would really highlight four ways that I was able to live a wabi-sabi lifestyle and or even for systems that worked for me is working for me. And so far, it has been great that I do want to share with people and because it is a good reminder to hear these things. And so I'll dive right in. (laughs) So the first way of creating this mindset is to be gentle towards ourselves and towards others what i mean by that is we can hold ourselves accountable for the things that we do and things that we would want to do i think that's very important we want to execute those action items that we've been wanting to do right however sometimes we put ourselves in such a strict deadline and and create this imaginary story of what it should be right and I think sometimes it's good to have dreams and ideas to a certain extent not to not to an extent that it would impact our relationships with other people or our mental and physical health And so that's why I said it's good to be gentle towards ourselves, because when we do what we do, I'm sure we do it with our best intent. Most of us do, at least. And when we do that and we don't get the result that we were hoping to get, I just hope that we take it with much more ease and grace and understanding that things would unfold more down the road and that. The best that we could do is what we could do right now and with the mistakes that we think we've made that we would take it with some reflection and appreciation on this is what I've done and I really did not enjoy that experience I was hurting myself or I hurt someone that I really care about what could I do to make things better? Or what could I do differently next time? Our body will tell us what feels good, right? And what is good. And from there, we can respond. And sometimes we may react because we are humans after all. Though the most important thing I find is that we learn from them, we learn how to respond better to situations that would happen and show up in our lives in many manifestations second part of that point is being gentle towards other people no one's perfect we're not perfect and once we recognize that i hope that we also acknowledge that other people are not perfect I, for myself, would always assume the best in people and that usually drags me down sometimes because I'm always thinking, oh, I'm sure they're probably just having a bad day or I'm I'm sure that they have the best intent when they were saying that or thinking about that or doing that because I know. I just know that people are good. Humans, human beings are good. But with life, with anything in life, you learn and you grow and you realize things that you may not have realized before where people may not have the best intentions sometimes and may have some hidden agenda and the way they interact with you or even talk about you. And unfortunately, you know, that is the case. And life is and can be unfair that way because what you give out to the world I believe that it comes back to you in hundredfold. However, what you give to people is sometimes that it it might not return. And that for me when I give, I don't really think about that. I don't at all. When I do, it's mostly because of the time and energy that I spend with the people that I am surrounded with. As I am growing older, I find that I want to invest those um, those moments with the right people who give me as much joy as I've given to them or close to it. People who really challenge me and grow, help me grow as a person and help me evolve as much as I have been there for them because I know I can be that person I know that I can be very supportive and caring, and I know that I am. However, I do now want to pick my battles when it comes to sharing those um, moments with people. Well, we were drifting away. That was my second point. Um, But going back to being gentle towards other people, I think definitely accept that people make mistakes that no one is perfect that we all go through life in different phases and we may be we we don't know that other people are carrying their own crosses and it might be heavier than ours and unless you know we we don't want to judge them based on how they treat us we just want to respond to how they treat us if they don't treat us well and If someone doesn't treat me well and doesn't see the value in me, then there will be, I would draw a line and I would create that boundary now, which brings me to my second point. My second point is creating that boundary. I did touch on it quite a bit in my previous um, statement, but diving deep into that is healthy boundaries are super, super effective in creating a... a healthier perspective of ourselves, of our worth and our value. Some people are born with high sense of self and value which is you know it's great with balance and moderation of course but learning how to say no is definitely important especially as we grow up and we have more responsibilities in this world towards other people in our jobs and careers as well as their own dreams so creating those healthy boundaries knowing who you want to keep in your circle is important it's still good to create new relationships and meet new people i think it's always good to meet new people because they bring a different perspective in your life you don't want to be just stuck in this cycle of thinking a certain way. I don't believe in that because I believe that human beings evolve through time. And the best way to do that is to be surrounded by people who also feel and think the same way and does the same thing. And so introducing new people in our lives can also be beneficial because it brings light into different aspects of our lives that are not, you know, that were hidden before. Um, Things that we don't even know ourselves that is possible or is there. And the boundaries that we set towards ourselves when we, you know, binge on food. I used to do that a lot. I would just binge and I would regret it because I was not creating a healthy boundary towards my idea of food. Or I thought it would just be my comfort. Nothing more, nothing less. And that was a a very unhealthy relationship that I had with food, and I've learned with time and patience as well as work that I don't want that relationship and I want a better relationship with food and so I'm drawing those drawing those boundaries where I would not eat past a certain time and only eat foods that would bring me um joy and peace and I'm not saying that I'm only eating fruits and vegetables not at all not at all sometimes I still eat sweets and fried food and those rare occasions are so precious because I don't eat them that often so it's definitely a more rewarding experience similarly to how we relate with other people if we create those healthy boundaries the way we nurture those relationships and show up in those relationships feel much more rich and I am very very glad that I have found those friendships in my life and I continue and want to nurture them because after every interaction that I have with those people 99% of the time I would say that I I leave with such warm and fuzzy I, I yes, so I, I leave with this warm and fuzzy feeling, this sense of gratitude and contentment, also lots of encouragement to do better in my life and in my goals. So I acknowledge those people as, you know, people who really matter in my life, and I hope I matter to them too. My family is a huge part of it. Of course, I don't have to really go into much more detail because you've probably heard many times how much i love 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 my family and so i hope you create that home or create that sense of family in the relationships that you have as well because it's going to bring you to many many places i promise (laughs) and same goes with intimate relationships right um, that is probably going to be a whole new episode talking about setting boundaries in an, in an intimate relationship because I would say there's much more vulnerability in that in that in that case. But sticking with this point that I have with um with healthy boundaries, I hope that that makes sense and it's pretty straightforward. I know it might be difficult, especially if. The people you've learned that weren't that weren't your people anymore or that wasn't really there for the good intentions is someone that you thought was great for you or was going to be there for you till the end or for a long time. But that's life. People come and go, right? And you have to let things go, let people go. And I have learned... not force things anymore which is my third point (laughs) my third point is to not force things to not force anything into my life because i believe in the flow and the disruptive flow of course if it's something that is very close and dear to your heart fight for it do as much as you can until it reaches to a point where you know 100% that I gave my all to this and I knew that this was something very important to me. But with time and the effort that I put in, I'm really not getting anything back and I don't see this as something beneficial in my life at all. Then, my friend, you have to let it go. It's not going to benefit you. It's not going to benefit your worth, the way you look at yourself and your confidence too. And the way you would relate to the world and, and the people around you would also be impacted because you're fighting for something that does not value you. So why would other people find value in you if you keep doing that to yourself, right? And hey, I... I applaud you for having done that, for having gone through that. I've gone through that as well. And I know that it can be tough fighting for something that you thought was, you know, was it. Or was what you have always wanted. Or was what was going to stay. But sometimes you have to understand that things change and people change. And the best way to live your life is to go with this flow and why i said disruptive flow is because i do love paradoxes i believe that the entirety of life is a paradox it's filled with paradoxes this whole world is a paradox and i'm not saying that it's a bad thing definitely not it's more of a realization that there's always the other side of the coin and we want to acknowledge that anything and everything can happen I plan as much as I could and I keep the good relationships in my life as much as I can and catch up with people and nurture my my interactions as well as the skills that I'm learning in my career as well. But I believe that there will always come a point where we would have to acknowledge that these are the things I want to keep in my life and these are the things that I don't. Same with the people that you want to keep and people you don't want to keep anymore. And your body would say all of that. If it feels contracted and if you feel like you have to, it's an obligation to do something, that is quite telling that maybe, my dear, this is not for you. And some people unfortunately try to hold on to you because they're just they're they're too afraid to let you go or they're trying to be nice and not know how to say what's really in their mind of maybe they don't really like you, right? But they don't say it, they just act on it. They show in their actions and listen to me actions and patterns speak much louder than words based on their actions actions they clearly despise you and do not enjoy being around you um but they send you flowery words of you know support and love and all that but they actually don't and i'm not trying to be negative or mean i'm just trying to be realistic because it does happen we have to acknowledge that it does happen and it sucks it does but also you know what the beauty of that is once we acknowledge those actions are not matching the words we want to let it go because that would only allow us to have more room for other people who shows up with much consistency in their thoughts, words, and actions. And that's what we want to keep in our lives. I hope that the experiences that you may have had or we may have had with those inconsistent people, that we take it as it is and no blaming and no pointing fingers, for sure. Um, But to use it as a lesson that we are worthy of something good and we don't want to change our own and I hope that you also are consistent with the people around you and try as much as possible to show up in a way that you want them to show up for you and of course with some unique circumstances we would want to be a bit more special in the way we present ourselves um, because that's how relationships work, give and take. It's a tango, baby. Um, Yeah. So that's my third point. And so I hope that there was something there that you could carry in your own life and your relationships. Mm -hmm. Off to my last point. I want you to lastly but not the least remember that we must not let fear to get to us and stop us from living, loving, and exploring life. Fear is there and it's apparent in our lives and most often than not, we do notice it much more than everything else. It's it's normal. It's our instincts, right? It comes out. We we came from a world where everything was dangerous. So we had to protect ourselves. And at this point right now, of course, it, everything is still dangerous. I, I agree with that. With everything that's going on around the world, much more often now, I think that the fear that we may have is much more than the joy that we have in ourselves and I hope that COVID you know and everything that's going on the hate crimes that's going on around the world I myself I definitely needed some time to digest what had happened in Atlanta also there's a few more cases around in North America where an Asian woman was attacked right it's one of many several instances of course but that coming to surface in media really made me scared and it made me emotional because what if that was my grandma or or my mom or my sister I can't, or my my friends, or even myself, like, I, I can't imagine, I can't, I just, it, it feels much more real now, because it's, it's my ethnicity, right, it, it's how I look, and people attack those individuals who look that way, and I look that way, I look like, I, I'm an Asian, right, so, it's scary, I, I, I feel like now is the time to really, you know, that's the paradox of COVID. I know we're stuck at home and you have got less things to do outside, a lot more to do internally and really reflect on many, many things. And this is the time for us to wake up. It's time for us to finally acknowledge that these things are going on and it sucks you know nobody i'm not saying it's just for asians it's also for any race no human deserves to be treated that way who does i mean is it wrong to just be born to look like a certain way right uh, i i believe not and i don't think anyone should ever feel that way and with my last point, I really want to emphasize on the fact that this these things that are going on in life and the world is gonna be a catalyst for a change a huge change and it's time it's it's time to for us to step up and not be afraid to keep living so i am not afraid to still go outside and explore and that's what i've always wanted to do i don't want to myself to stop doing that because that's innate in me i i've always wanted to i i love love and life for me i see it as such a beautiful masterpiece an art that i want to keep painting and a story that i want to keep writing so I'm not going to stop, I'm not going to stop living, loving, and exploring, and I hope that you don't too, and if you see someone who is at the verge of ending their life, and I hope not, I hope you don't get to witness this, but it happens, right, if someone is at the edge, and if you've seen people losing hope, if you've seen a community being affected by something so tragic, I hope that you don't just bow down and walk away. I hope that you approach them and encourage them, support them, and be there for them. And just show up and remind them that they're not alone. I think that's the most that we can do. Let's be gentle towards each other, right? With some healthy boundaries and not forcing things and with all of that i do hope that this wabi-sabi lifestyle is understanding that you know the world is not perfect as well like i know that i i am living my family is not perfect my work's not perfect nothing's perfect really but i acknowledge that's the beauty of it because that just means that i get to work on these small things to make to improve what we have and improve what i have And that's fun, that's great, can be painful sometimes, but it's amazing, it's an amazing feeling to figure things out and to get to a solution together. I hope you feel the same way. And that's about it for me, there's not much else. I am very excited for you to meet my next guest next week. It's long time coming, um, but I did interview them way before and it's a really beautiful story that we have and you know lots of positive feels here and there everywhere so i'm super excited for you to meet her next week i'm signing off right now um but you know how to reach me you can send an email to moments with chrissy at gmail.com or you can also find me in instagram name is chrissy And if you have any thoughts, ideas, feel free to reach out to me whenever. And I hope all is well with you. And stay safe always. Take care, y'all. And talk to you soon.